Abundance of caution. This is abundance of caution. It's abundance of caution. What abundance of caution? What do we do? In WAF, we talk in WAF at abundance of caution. It's a fantasy league. We talk football with 14 dudes at in WAF for abundance of caution. Abundance of caution. It's an abundance of caution. Fantasy football with Will. <laughs> check one, two, check one, two. Time for abundance of caution. I'm your host, William Hendricks, manager, owner, two time champion. Clutch City Power Players, TAC Clutch, Clutching Gizmos, uh, Sin City Beards, Down Under Boobs, Bayside Boobs. We, we've had it all. We're down to our final two weeks of the season, everybody. I'm doing a walk and talk. It's a, just a beautiful week outside. Hope you all get out and enjoy it. There's not a cloud in the sky right now. I think it's 60 degrees. It's supposed to be mid 60s, uh, <clears throat> lower 70s, all week long this week. Get out there, enjoy it. Because it's about to be hibernation season. December starts tomorrow. Uh, that means this is the last day of the month of November of 2021. That is your weather. Calendar update. Yeah, this weather is awesome. Um, I hate December, December, January, and February with a passion. So I'm definitely going to hibernation mode, but I'm going to enjoy this week if I can. Even though I'm working all week. But I'm definitely outside for all my lunch hours. For show! Because it's about to start sucking. Anyway. We have one more week of head-to-head matchups, and then we get our Week 14 extravaganza, which I know that Poe is really looking forward to that, just going bananas, apeshit, failing. I just know he is. Can't wait. He's got the uh, <laughs> giggles and the I told you so, just ready to roll once we can't figure it out, which is certainly possible. It's possible. We're not going to figure it out. I mean, we are a league of dummies. But I'm excited for it. I can't wait. I think it's a great way to end the season. But if y'all don't agree, like I always say, just change it next year. Move on to other things. Figure something else out on how to do that week 14. But we're going to focus on the present. We have a... I don't use this word often. We have a quagmire. We have a quagmire in the playoff spots. Uh, congrats to the Chub Toads. They fucking went off this week with their number two and three running backs in fantasy to a 133-point week in a defeat over the Springfield Adams. They moved to their eighth one of the season, eight and four. They are now in the playoffs, joining the Akbars and the Flashlets. Uh, so long, goodbye, good day to the cons. The Fort Smith cons had another just 
horrendous week. This this time they did start their lineup, so that's good. But did they crack 50? Antonio had a good game last night. Let's see what they ended up with. Let's check the scores. Cons ended up. Oh, they did. They did. They cracked 50. 51. 51. Antonio Gibson finally having two good weeks in a row for the first time in the season, uh, which is one of the reasons why the cons are no longer in the playoff hunt. They are 4 and 8. Antonio had a 16.6 point week. So we say goodbye to both the cons joining the silence. So three teams in. Two teams out, three teams with seven wins, and then that quagmire I spoke about earlier, a six-team quagmire uh, for that seventh spot. Right now, it's occupied by the Donks at six and six. I think the War Horses lost. They, they fell to six and six. I think there's another six and six team in there, I think. <clears throat> and then give it up to the four and seven teams. Staving off elimination. It went three and one this week. One loss was to another four and seven team. Uh, the other two four and seven teams beat six and five teams. Making the playoffs a little crowded. And uh, I think it's safe to say that one of these mediocre teams in the uh, quagmire that is, was probably going to be a fantasy football champion this year. Who will it be? I don't know. I have no guesses. Man, I hyped up the Outlaws last week. C-Mac, done for the season. Debo, somebody should point this out. Uh, The 49ers running back position is a cursed position. And so they put Debo as running back. And what happens? Yeah. Fucks up his hamstring, I think. He's out for at least one week. Up to three weeks. If it's two weeks, that's really... That's not good for the Outlaws. Not good for the Outlaws. They're 7-5, which is good. That's positive. But they, they play the silence this week, which is also... That's good. That's a positive. But then they're looking at their week 14 without Debo and C-Mac. Fucking Fournette is going balls off. I'm guessing Fournette is close to a top five running back at this point in fantasy. He's had an amazing season. I didn't see it. I still left my boy Ronald Jones back there. uh, Despite the fact that, you know, coach didn't like him. The coach didn't like him last year either. And Ronald Jones still had a great season. But Ronald Jones has been MIA basically all season long. He did have a touchdown last week, but Leonard Fournette had four. Let's see where Fournette falls on the player stats. Running back. 21-10-8. All... Jonathan Taylor first, Eckler second, Mixon third, Derrick Henry still hanging out in the top five, fourth, my boy Zeke five, James Conner at six, Najee at seven, Leonard Fournette 
ahead of Cord Patterson. Just barely. Leonard Fournette, 145.5. Cord Patterson, 145.1. So, yeah. It's going to be interesting. Going to be an interesting last five, two weeks. I don't know why I said five. Two weeks. But flatulence uh, up one. Two weeks to go. So, they're still shot. The Akbars and the uh, Chubtoads need to go 2-0. Oh. Flatulence need to go 0-2. Oh Actually, the Flatulence have lost. They're no longer in the points four, so they're just one game ahead. Flatulence are now behind the Chubtoads in points four. So, things are getting dicey. There's the one spot. Akbars at three. The Outlaws lead the 7-5 squad. Outlaws followed by Hash Brownings, followed by Clutch City Power Player. That's four, five, and six, and the Donks at the seven spot. Uh, the War Horses is the only six and six squad outside the playoffs, followed by Moonshiners, Adams, Dudes, and Oats. All one game out of playoff contention right now. Obviously, if you're the Moonshiners and the Adams, you feel better than what the Dudes or the Oats are in. But let's see what the points difference is. Uh, it's pretty close. It's pretty close. It's a toss-up between those guys. 1103, 1099, 1094, 1084. That's that's close over two weeks. So none of y'all should feel good. Or maybe all of y'all should feel good. I don't know. You're five and seven. You game out of the playoffs. You're within what is that? Twenty points of each other. The Royal Horses are a game up. But everybody has more points than the War Horses. The War Horses at 1070. Going to be a battle. Going to be a battle. It's going to be a fun, fun last two weeks of mediocrity. Can't wait. So let's take a look at the scores. Start with myself. Sun City versus uh, Clutch City. Uh, after Thursday, I felt like the game was over. Sin City did make it close, though. He got, he got within 12. That's two weeks in a row. Over 80 points for Sin City. So, his players are still battling. You got to think. He has Tyreek Hill this week. He doesn't have to start Crowder, I think, with 0.5 points. Yeah, it's possible. Silence would have put off, pulled off the upset. I was real. I, I thought 100 was for sure. Once I had 82 after the Cowboys game. I got to start Tony Jones with no Kamara. And no Ingram and Tony Jones had one of the worst running back performances you'll see in fantasy. He got 16 attempts, 16 touches. That's what you want. That's exactly what you want. He turned into 27 yards. His long of the day was 11 yards, which means the other 15 carries... 15 carries for 15 yards. 16 yards. Horrendous. Just an awful performance. That's... So that wasn't good. And then my kicker, the fucking man with two first names, the second place kicker of the year, in a game where the Vikings score 25, I think, 26, scores two points. Two. So that didn't help. Everybody else did work. But we got it, we kept it a little tighter than what we needed to. A little tighter than what we needed to. Ended up with 
I putting Tony Jones in made me uh, send Firemuth over to the bench. Firemuth had a touchdown, which is what he as a tight end does. So that's 10 points right there. That would have been a difference of eight points between the two. 7.3 to be exact. Nobody else on my bench. I mean, at this point, I can just drop the bench, right? I mean, there's no purpose. No purpose to any of these players outside of Lamb. So I don't know. If Kamara plays this week, we might as well just throw Tony Jones back to free agency. Thank him for his service of 16 carries, 27 yards. He got the start. I was excited. The Cowboys did, did fine. Um, they're battling, man. Boy, they're struggling. 7-4 and four now. But they got me over 80 points. Led by Dak in 25. Tony Pollard had He looked great. He got me a double dip, which I love. A little defensive touchdown return plus a Pollard return. 12 points. 12 point play. That's pretty awesome. Uh, Zeke, who may be out this week, uh, his rushing yards have gone down every week, I think the last four games. And that's starting at 51. Like, it's been ugly. Like, he's a top five running back who, in fantasy, who hasn't rushed for 60 yards in approximately six weeks. Touchdown, driving that. Uh, said Wilson. I appreciate Said Wilson's effort. Um, this is a week where I wish I would have just kept Michael Gallup on the squad. Because Michael Gallup also had a great game, but Said Wilson with 10.4. Deontay in that Steelers murder got me uh, some pretty good jump points. Ended up with nine receptions for 95 yards. Dalton Schultz uh, had one touchdown, knocked off the board, but got another. 12.6. And the Cowboys, even though they give up 37 points, ended up with nine points of their own, thankfully, to that defensive return touchdown. Over on the silent side, 83. Again, that's pretty great for the silence, but Kirk Cousins with 15 and a half. Javante Williams had a great game. Sonny Michelle played as expected, 2.5. Uh, he's going to be, uh, I think he's going to be the number one now that Debo's out, but it doesn't matter. Silence is dead. Odell Beckham, 14.1. He tried to hurt me. He tried to hurt me. Getting in the lineup with a long touchdown grab. Scary Terry. I was a little nervous. 17 points for Scary Terry needed on Monday Night Football. I was a little nervous. But that was a horrendous football game. It was hard to watch. It was hard to watch. He only ended up 51 yards. Crowder got the late start. Not a good start. Sukup and the Browns combined for 19. That's pretty good. 19 points for us. Pretty good. Nobody else on the bench. Silence followed 2-9 to nine for season... It is complete. They're coasting to the end. See if they can be a spoiler against the Outlaws next week. Uh, these are some bad scores overall. The losers, 83, 77, 80, 61, 72, 51, and 74. Had two games within 20, it looks like. Uh, Outlaws over the Akbars, 107 to 77, one of the Akbars' worst performances of the season. Uh, I mean, that loss scored 107 with one of Hurts' worst performances of the year. 6.8 points. 
I was pretty surprised against the Giants' defense of such a low score, 13-7. to Leonard Fournette, again, four touchdowns. And he looked great, man. He was destroying the Colts' defense. 37.1. C-Mac. Oh, what a bummer. Two years in a row. So what happens with the number one pick. C-Mac done for the season. Mm. Ends with uh, 3.5 points. Where is he ranked for court, uh, running backs? Doesn't have his ranking. He's got 90 points on the season. He had four points in week three. Got injured that week. 3.5 points in week 12. Got injured in that week. Didn't play four, five, six, seven, eight. So again, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. 12 games. He's not going to be putting in a full game for just uh, four. It's pretty poor. So what do you do with C-Mac next year in the draft? I mean, if you're thinking to run one, I mean, it's going to be hard to pass on him. But two seasons in a row, he's unreliable. I don't know. I don't know what you do with him. I really don't. Not sure. Uh, Debo had 19.8 points again. He was uh, doing quite a bit of running. Let's see. 66 rushing yards, two rushing touchdowns, 12 receiving yards. And he got injured. The curse of the 49ers running back. Not good. Adam Thielen had a great game. He's starting to do Adam Thielen things. I mean, the Outlawed squads, man, I, I think they would have won. I think they would have won the title. I can no longer put them as the favorite. But if Debo gets back for the playoffs, um, Jalen Hurts' ankle cool, isn't too off, too bad. You know, they can still contend, obviously. <laughs> they can go on a three-game run without C-Mac. But they need their boys to stay healthy. And right now they're out there. Over on the Akbar side, 77 points. Again, not great. Matt Stafford had a good game of 22. Damian Harris, uh, it's back to a running back by committee in New England. Uh, three running backs basically played the same amount of snaps. Uh, Damian got a touchdown now, 11.2. Nick Chubb, whew, 16 rushing yards, something stinks. 23 receiving yards for a 3.9-point game. DK Metcalf, I mean the Seahawks are awful. Awful. So bad. 1.3. Brendan Cooks had a touchdown. 10.5. Keenan Allen got yards. 8.5. Uh, Marvin Jones had an outstanding one-yard grab. 4.3. Boswell with four. Defense with 12. J.D. McKissick had a great game. 17.6, but he was carted off. We'll see how serious that injury is. Uh, Ronald Jones had his touchdown, but he's not reliable to put in the lineup. So we'll see about the McKissick injury. Puts the uh, Outlaws up to 7-5. Drops the Akbars down to 8-4. Brings us to the Toads and the Adams. This was a, a wipeout. Uh, Toad, surely it's a top 10 score of the season, 133.08. I'm putting them as the new favorite, everybody. They're the new favorite. They made the most of their late round draft. Late what? What? Uh, end of draft. What? 
end of they were at what am I trying to say? They were at the end of the draft order? 14, 13, 12, somewhere around there. But they came around with Joe Mixon, Austin Eckler. Now you're running back twos and three of the year. These are two guys who have some injury history to them. Perhaps not reliable. That's why they dropped. But they're reliable this year. Mixon 28.5. Austin Eckler 15.9. Jamar Chase had an off game. 3.9. Jalen Waddle had a great game. He's balling. Right now the Dolphins are balling. Watch out. Dolphins offense 19.7. T. Lockett 9.6. Fucking Miles Gaskin. Ah. I mean, he's doing enough. He has not had a good year, but he's doing enough. 17.2, and then getting the Bears at 12. Easy victory. Won by 53 points. They go to 8-4. and four. The Adams drop to 5-7. and seven. Excuse me. The Adams are obviously in win two, two last weeks to have any shots. They don't want to get eliminated. Uh, they had failure all around. Cam Newton, horrendous performance. Horrendous. I think he had like twelve incompletions in a row, somewhere around there. Which I don't even I don't even know how that's possible in the NFL and in the college. I don't know how it's possible. I mean that's horrendous. He got uh, replaced late. DeAndre Swift got hurt. We'll see what happens with the Swift injury news on Thursday. Kamara has obviously been out for three weeks. Brennan did nice. 11.5. Can't complain about that. DJ Moore. Mark Andrews. Hunter Renfro. Those are all good points. Justin Jefferson. That's off for him. 9.2. Gold and Saints. 16 total. Nothing on the bench to uh, put in. Wouldn't have mattered, obviously, when you lose by 53. We'll see what the Adams can do. Uh, Adams are in Disney World this week. How fun is that for December? Fuck yeah. I gotta tell you, oh no, I'm going to the interstate. Oh boy. Oh no. God damn it. Ah, I'm I'm an amateur potter, everybody. What up, Podna? <laughs> Roadhouse, Roadhouse, Roadhouse. Hey, Roadhouse. Hey, Roadhouse. Hey, Roadhouse. Hey, Dalton is at Roadhouse. Dalton is at Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Hey, Roadhouse. Hey, Roadhouse. Hey, Dalton. Roadhouse. Be nice, Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Hey, Roadhouse. Dalton at the Roadhouse. Hey, be nice. All right, so two errors. On top of me walking next to the interstate, I also have my watch on. And when I'm potting, any interruptions on my phone ends the recording. So maybe it's a blessing in disguise. My watch let me know that I walked a mile. It turned off the recording, obviously. So we'll get back to action here. Who's next? Uh, the Holland Oats and the War Horses. Holland Oates went off 120 points. Boy, was that needed. Sorely needed for the uh, excuse me, the Oates. That's their best week in what? Just getting to 100. Just getting to 90, right? Let's look at the schedule. 
Let's look at the schedule. The Oaks uh, going up until this week. 63-76-55 the last three weeks. Had a 106-point week against the Moonshiners. Week before that was 76. So, letting out a little frustration as I walk next to the interstate. I'm going to turn down the parking lot. Maybe that's the way to go. Turn down the parking lot. Anyway. Back to the Oats. Obviously, it was a much-win situation. Much must-win. Salt life. Oh, God, that car scared the shit out of me. God damn it. Parking lot. I'm in trouble. Shouldn't go down the parking lot. That's stupid on my part. Anybody can hit me. Oh, two salt lives. Why do you... Why do Arkansas people have Salt Life stickers? You're 10 hours away from assault. Like, you need to move. You don't live the Salt Life. Does that mean you fantasize about the Salt Life? It's retarded. Oh, you know what? That was rude. I take that back. Don't say the R word. If I see another Salt Life sticker, it's going to be issues. Person's vanity plate says Ringo 1. What up, Ringo? Ringo, what up? Uh, did you know the Salt Life founder uh, was dating a minor? Um, really good looking minor. Very pretty. But you shouldn't be dating minors. Especially when you're really successful. You can get a lot of girls. But no, he was dating a minor. But he murdered her in a posh hotel room in Miami, Florida. You would think... That if you had a Salt Life sticker on your vehicle and you found out that the founder of the Salt Life brand murdered his minor girlfriend, you would take off the Salt Life sticker. I mean, you got to stand for something, right? You know what? I'm here to tell you. I'm anti-murdering your minor girlfriends. I'm anti. I'm against it. Fuck that. Uh, now I'm in the shade. Temperature just dropped 20, 20 degrees. Need sunshine. I don't know what I'm doing. What are we talking about? The oats? Yeah, that's what we're talking about. The oats, uh, 26.7 by Josh Allen. Had to thrust. I like that word. Big word of the word thrust. 5.4 by Brookhead, nothing good. I uh, got Hilliard in there. Uh, I picked up Hilliard in my two of the leagues. A good addition, 17.3. Uh, Foreman actually rushed for more yards than Hilliard. Hilliard was helped by, I believe, was it a 68-yard touchdown run? Yeah, 68 yards. Ended up with the 131. That's a good game. So I guess Foreman had over 100 yards as well. Pretty impressive. Especially in a losing cause. And they got just, I mean, they got stomped 36 to 13. Uh, Core Patterson doing Core Patterson things. That's what he does. Two touchdowns, 25.5. I think Kill got hurt. He didn't do much. T. Higgins had a nice game for the Bengals in that blowout, 17.4. Gallup looked good. I think he was absent most of the first half, but he really came around in the second half. Had a great game. Made some amazing catches. I love some Gallup. 
didn't think he'd be the lead lead guy. Didn't think he'd have that great of a game, but he did. He proved me wrong. He was fine. Evan McPherson, twelve points. Panthers four. Over on the War Horses side, it was ugly. It was ugly. Sixty-one. I don't even want to talk about it. It was that ugly. Sixty-one points. Herbert, nice game. Dalvin got hurt. When to hear how serious it is. It looked serious at the time. He got carted off. It's like a shoulder injury. We'll see what happens. He does have Mattinson, so he's okay there. Uh, Monty Montgomery, 7.4. Mike Evans, gross. Kyle Pitts is bleh. Chase Claypool wants music played in practices. Uh, Ty Johnson, former clutch, 4.2. And then defense kicker, combined for nine. That's no way to win. Over on the bench for both. Mattinson, 8.8. Russell Gage. Basically, going to get you zero when you're in the lineup. It's going to get you 12 minutes on the bench. Over on the uh, Oats side, yeah, not much to talk about there. TJ Hawkinson, 9.5. Oats must need a win. They get to play the cons this week, man. If you're trying to get in the playoffs, it's good to see the cons on the schedule. Five and seven. Must win. Over. Where are we at? Oh, the Deadwood Donks, the Dogtown Dudes, Deadwood Donks, 72 points. The funny thing about the Donks, and uh, I appreciate anybody who listens to the pod, even if you take like five minutes, it's fine. If you listen to any of my pod, and you happen to hear last week, I mentioned, I think on the, the Wednesday edition, on how confusing it is to me. And I do it myself at times. I find it confusing when people drop kickers for other kickers, like... What's the thought process? Like, what's the strategy there? Like, what makes you feel that one kicker is better than the other kicker on a basis? Now, I can tell you part of my strategy, and I don't do this anymore. I, I now look for uh, juvenile things in my kickers, like uh, a stupid last name or a, rev- a, a pretend revenge game or a kicker with two first names. But back in the day, I would try to find... Uh, I don't know. I shouldn't just be walking between cars. But now somebody's going to think I'm a thief. I'm going to get tackled by the hunt security. But now I'm in a situation where I don't know. Now I'm just kind of standing here. Now I look even more awkward. And I'm talking to myself. Stupid. Anyway, uh, I used to uh, try to uh, find kickers who were favorites at home uh, with a high projected total points. Uh, that's how I used to do it. I don't do it that way anymore. I'm just going to ride with Greg Joseph the rest of the year due to his first and last name, both being first names. And uh, But the Donks, after I made that confusing statement last week, like, what? what I mean, what would, what would make you add a kicker and drop a kicker? The Donks had Daniel Carlson on the squad. Carlson was playing the Cowboys. Now, if you go with that strategy I spoke about, uh, the Raiders were underdogs and playing on the road. But it was a high total, so it wasn't like it was an awful start. But the Donks didn't like it. Donks did not like it. So they dropped him for Sly, the Sly guy, I think, uh, only to then take the Eagles kicker. <laughs> what happened was Daniel Carlson kicked five field goals, scored 19 points, uh, which is the same as Nick Fultz scored last week. 19 points. The Donks ended up with a kicker who scored one point. 
an 18-point difference in the kicker decisions. That is hilarious. That's hilarious. Cracks me up. Uh, not much else to talk about on the donk side. Uh, two points from Kant. Good to get Hunt back in the game. AJ Dillon had 15. That's good. Uh, the dudes over there, like every 4-17, and 17, much needed win. 13.2 from Tua. 17.2 from Josh Jacobs. 15.2 by Knox. I mean, it's a gross lineup. Eli Mitchell fucking did work. 22.8. Justin Tucker and the D's had 19 points to uh, the Dunks 9. I mean, the Dunks weren't going to win even with... Oh, there's Foreman. He had 9.2 points on the bench. It's a good game. I mean, the Dunks weren't going to win with those extra 18 points, but would have looked a lot better. Would have been at 90 instead of 72. So good job to the dudes. It brings us to our streaking team, the Brownies. They didn't have a good week, only 82. 19 of that coming from Nick Folk, who right now is by and large the number one kicker. I mean, he's up by like 30 points at this point. Um, by the way, the number two kicker in fantasy, Daniel Carlson, is a free agent. Again, some of y'all are just stubborn with the kill the kicker stuff. Just stubborn. Stubborn. 82 by the Brownies, 74 by the Flashlands. Uh Both quarterbacks scored 11. Uh, J-Rob, 9.5. Sanders, 6.4. Eli Moore came back there a little bit. Stephon Diggs is having a good run right now, 13.4. Devontae Adams, 10.4. Nick Folk, 19. The Eagles, 3. Eagles' uh, performance was pretty surprising. Pretty surprising. Flatulence, 74.74. Probably their worst game of the year. Uh, Nobody showed up. Saquon only had 5. Jamal was okay. Gronk had a good game. Mooney, nice start. Cup, man, you got 24, 35, 36 points from the wide receivers, but nothing by anybody else. 11 from the kicker in the defense. Carson Wentz over there on the bench, scored nine more points. That would have made the game, oh, you would have won uh, with a Carson Wentz start. Uh, that's a tough start, though. It's a tough start over Tom Brady. You're not really going to make that start, so I understand, um, but it's good to have that option. Uh, so Amari Cooper should get Amari Cooper back, should have CEH back. Uh, it's going to have James Conner back, yeah. That was a tough week for the the flatulence with everybody on the bench uh, getting zeros. So, uh, good scheduling break for the Ash Brownies. It worked out for you. Get that important win to seven victories. And then that leads us to the cons who uh, 51 points. Uh, Moonshiners, they're hanging on. I, you know, again, we don't want JT in the playoffs. Uh, JT had one of his worst weeks and still 15 points. Tyrod Taylor, 15. Kendrick Bourne is doing work. He's... He's like a top 10 receiver since week three, I think, is the stat. 18.1 points overall. Uh, over on the uh, flat sh- or con side, nothing. Lamar Jackson's been pretty horrendous since the trade happened. Um, it's not really the downfall of the cons. Uh, Antonio Gibson, again, 16. Chris Godwin, 0.7. Nelson Aguilar, you never want to have to make that start. Uh, two points. Cole Beasley, 4.6. Mike Davis, 4.1. Cool. 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 Koo followed up his zero-point effort last week with a three-point effort, so he's averaging 1.5 points over the last two weeks. That's pretty good. I think he just hold on to Koo for the rest of the season. Um, and the Titans only scored two, so five points. I mean, that's a, that's a lot of ugly. That's a lot of ugly. It's just a lot of ugly. There's nothing you can do about it. Uh, so we thank the cons for playing yet again. I think that's his third season, right? It hasn't been pretty. It's been, it's been tough. But, you know, it takes a few seasons to get adjusted. So maybe next year the cons will be more of a challenge. I don't know how, but we'll see. You know, keep your head up. 
keep your head up, keep fighting. Just do what you gotta do to figure this out. But I, I will say, um, I find it important to have cellar dwellers in the league. Really helps my chances, so I appreciate you being in the league, and uh, hope you enjoy the off season. Thanks, cons. So that's all I have. We'll go over more stats tomorrow. Well, and we'll do a cons proper autopsy. See what the hell went wrong with the con season. Uh, hint, a lot of things. Just a hint. But I hope everybody enjoys their Tuesday. Again, go outside. Get some of that D. Just for a little bit. 30 minutes. 15 minutes. I don't know. Oh my god, there's another cell life sticker. You sons of bitches. Right, with that, I'm out. This has been Abundance of Caution. Never walking through the haunt parking lot ever again. Stupid salt life sticker, sons of bitches. Goodbye. Box wine, box wine, box wine, box wine, box wine, box wine.